morning morning and welcome to the drive it's august 21st on monday hope you guys had a blessed weekend hope you had an awesome time gathering together with like-minded believers worship fellowship the word of god possibly communion but um it's just so amazing gathering together with with the body with the family of christ and um we're continuing on in galatians and the title of this one is the team the team this is number 10 episode number 10 uh season 43 and it's galatians 2 1 and 2 galatians chapter 2 verse 1 and 2 which says then after 14 years i went up again to jerusalem with barnabas and also took titus with me and i went up by revelation and communicated to them that gospel which i preach among the gentiles but privately to those who are of reputation lest by any means i might run or had run in vain so the first thing i love is the fact that he's running with other believers <laughs> you know uh, titus was one he uh, that the apostle paul ministered to and discipled and poured into you know he the pastoral letter it's called titus right he wrote that letter to titus to encourage him exhort him lift him up as a pastor and barnabas of course was his companion the son of encouragement is what the word the name barnabas means and so paul and him were running together and titus as well and i love it because you know they were working as a team they they weren't working against one another they were working with one another in order to get the goal of preaching the gospel out to the community and that's what they were doing and i love i just love paul's you know he's given his timeline you know 14 after 14 years a lot has happened in a almost a decade and a half for him right from going to a judaizer named saul to a christ follower hardcore christ follower named paul uh, damascus road was the turning point and then there was growing and learning and flourishing and then now he hit the ground running and uh, he's met up with peter remember for 50 half a month and now he's talking to titus and barnabas like he's gathering together with the right people you know I, let me just tell you this years ago when i was a youth pastor at my last church i uh, there was a guy named there's a kid named joseph and um, he had a mom who was awesome she was the head of our children's ministry she was so loving and so caring and she was um she was an older lady and she was just awesome with the kids she just was all love and compassion you know and she loved the lord so much she was awesome and so he lived with her for years and um so he had an opportunity now to go with his dad like his dad i think lived in he lived in another state i don't know if it was texas or oklahoma I'm, i don't know somewhere over there and um and essentially he had opportunity to move over there and like he knew and so did his mom they knew what the dad was like um, he's basically on drugs if joseph moved there he would be influenced to do drugs and he would also be influenced to not go to school because his dad probably wouldn't make him go to school so it was either stay in southern california with his mom and go to church and get on the right track and go to school or was moved with his dad where there was drugs going on where uh, school didn't matter where he would just it wouldn't be a good influence right there's no church no christian infl influence or anything and i remember sitting down with him you know at, the, at that crossroads 
and I explained to him, here are the two options, man. <laughs> like, here's, uh, you know, I know you get this decision, but here's the reality of it. And I sat down with him as his youth pastor. And, <laughs> and of course, you can't make anyone do anything, but I really presented it very clearly. Like, here's what's going to happen if you stay here. Everything's going great. You're going to flourish. You're doing well. You're around the right people. If you move with your dad, it may not be good. And I know what happened. Like, you know, this was years ago. But I already know what happened. And it ended up being what I thought. Like, he dropped out of school. Got into drugs. And so it was just... It was sad. He, he chose that, though. You know? It's like, whoever you surround yourself, you are so influenced by them. That's why it's so important who we choose to... Uh, be our friends like be the ones who we gather together with right and when it comes to christianity right when it comes to walking out the faith man it's so important to be around like-minded biblical biblically literate people because they won't counsel you from just experience that's part of it but they will go to the word of god first what does what does god's word say like I have accountability with a bunch of pastor friends, right? All over the country and some, some out of the country, but where you can just be real with one another. Like they'll bring something to me, say, well, well, I'm going through this or this or that. I'll take them to the word. I'll go to them with some things and they'll take me straight to the word. And that's the best counselor (laughs) is the word of God. But the point is to have that those people that you're around, that you group together with, that you're cohesive with, that's a family. Like that's that's church, right? That was Acts, the early church. Like they were family oriented. You know, they talked together, they got together, they prayed together, they worshiped together, they got in the word together, they did communion together, they uh, they would reach out together. So important that we work as a team. It's kind of like in marriage, right? I mean, we're a team. Like, God brought you your spouse to further God's kingdom, to fulfill His will. Like, that's the main thing, right? That's why God has brought you your spouse. But sometimes we think, oh, we're, we're in competition with one another. No, you're not. <laughs> you're in it together. And the more you seek the Lord together, the more you uh, seek to further His kingdom and live for what actually matters, the stronger your marriage is going to be. The more cohesive you're going to be, the more you're going to realize, yeah, we are in this together. It's not just me, and also there's you, and we're doing our separate things, and then once in a while we get together. No, you're in this together. Always. Forever. Like, the rest of your life. And so, it's so important to work. That's why I love looking at this and seeing Paul as he was growing, as he was flourishing, as he was learning. He was gathered together with some other like-minded believers who loved Jesus, who had the same goal, same vision, same outlook on life, same perspective. And it was powerful. And it was powerful. And so, I love that. That's that's how it should be. That's how we were created to be. Uh, to work together, to work as a team. And... Um, you know, I'm not saying it's like us versus them. There's unbelievers and there's believers. Uh, yeah, we reach out to unbelievers. But when people have more friends and they hang out more with non-Christians than they do with Christians, there's a problem there. You're out of there's out of balance. You're gonna be out of balance, right? And and you're gonna be influenced by who you hang out with. So it is a balance. You go to work and there's unbelievers, and you gotta 
you have the opportunity to shine your light to them but when you start going out with them and going out for drinks and going to the club and like oh i can convert them you're probably not they're probably going to convert you to the world <laughs> you're not going to convert them to the truth so you know like someone said in the past you know show me your five friends and i'll show you the five the next five years of your life we're highly influenced by those who we hang out with so whose voice are you letting into your your life into your mind into your heart right and the second thing is that was the main thing but the just the tag line here on these verses is that he ministered to people differently like he had to be tactful when it came to sharing the truth it wasn't just like i'm going to stand on a street corner and preach to everyone and i don't care who they are he was more like strategic in his um, in his ministry reaching out sometimes he had to be quiet sometimes he had he met nicodemus at night right because that's what nicodemus wanted to do he didn't want anyone to see them so he respected that and he, he honored that and he met with him and he shared the truth. He met the woman at the well in the middle of the day at 12 o'clock because she was an outcast and so no one else wanted to talk to her. So she went in the heat of the day when no one would be there. And he, he met her then. And so being tactful with each person that God has put in front of you to minister to. That's the second part of it, guys. But God bless you guys. Hey, I hope you have an amazing Monday and uh, praying for you guys. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.